Welcome to Low on the Go, a podcast about all things on the go. This podcast will start off mostly in the travel space, but I'm definitely not trying to niche down too hard too fast. My goal is basically to encourage a life full of energy, exploration, and adventure. And honestly, I want people to feel a little less alone in the world. However, all of this may look in podcast form. I'll be talking about travel, on-the-go recipes, and taking care of your brain. So yeah, that means some mental health shit. And probably more. A little about me, I'm a 20-whatever-year-old who has traveled to just over 20 countries and has lived in four cities. I've learned a ton about the best way to pack for airplanes, how to travel cheaply but still be bougie as fuck, and I've met a lot of people along the way who know a lot more than I do, and thank God they've offered to be on this podcast. I hope you listen and leave feeling inspired and equipped to take risks, chase your dreams, and stay on the go. Until next time, XL Low. back hello everyone welcome back to low on the go it's been like a solid month since i've recorded a podcast episode and a lot has happened since i left new york um i left around two and a half weeks ago and i'm currently in nice in the south of france and it is very nice (laughs) bad jokes all right um i've been in europe yeah for like over two weeks which is really crazy i've just been backpacking around and meeting a lot of people and um a lot of really good amazing friends and it's just so it's just so easy to do when you're staying at a hostel and you're backpacking around and all of the things. Um, I've honestly kind of been putting off doing a podcast because it's just so much that's happened. And so I'm sitting here like with my notebook being like, oh my God, what do I even talk about? So this will be a process, but I'm going to start basically from the top. I landed in Lisbon on, I think it was August 6th. I missed my flight uh my first flight from New York to Lisbon and I made an Instagram reel about this but I'll give the lowdown just like really fast basically I went to the airport I went to JFK and I was lounge hopping I was there like two and a half hours early so you would think that I would have you know made my flight but I met these lovely girls there were seven of them they were trying to get into the lounge um and they had a few like lounge passes but with the pass that I have uh I can get a couple of people into the lounge for free, which is really nice. Shout out to my friend Cray for um, getting me this lounge pass. Um, So I don't know. We all just ended up hanging out and drinking Prosecco and eating some snacks. And they told me they were going to Lisbon. Long story short, uh, their flight kept on getting delayed. And I assumed that I was on their flight because I only thought there was one flight to Lisbon. Totally forgot that mine had a stopover on an island, uh, a Portuguese island for like an hour. And I just completely missed my flight. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, um, that was an expensive mistake. Make sure to double check everything, double check your ticket, double check when your flight takes off and, um, lesson learned there. Uh, it's so funny. I've, I've traveled a decent amount. Like you would think that this is a mistake I wouldn't make, but shit happens. I ended up meeting these girls who were really lovely. And honestly, I wouldn't have met the people that I did along the way in Lisbon, etc. if I wouldn't have missed my flight. So everything happens for a reason. This just cost me about 400 bucks. So, whew, okay. 
I landed in Lisbon, was really tired, jet lag, you know. And uh, normally I would take public transportation into the main city, but I was like, I just want to take an Uber. So tired from flying. Um, and turns out that Ubers in Lisbon are actually pretty cheap. So um, <clears throat> I got an Uber from Lisbon to my hostel. And there's actually kind of like pro tip. There is an app called Bolt. It's similar to Uber, but it's a little bit cheaper. It's kind of like when Lyft came on the scene and Lyft was cheaper than Uber and now they're about the same. Bolt is in, I think, Portugal and Spain, but um, pretty cheap. And a 10 euro Uber to get from, or 10 to like 15 euros to get from the airport to the city, not complaining, totally did it, it was worth it. I get to my uh, hostel, which was called Watt, W-O-T, New Lisbon. I booked it because it was pretty cheap. It was like, I don't know, 20, 25 euros a night, which... In the summertime, Portugal uh, gets to be pretty expensive. Normally, it's actually fairly cheap. It's cheaper than Spain, cheaper than France. But a lot of people go to Portugal over the summertime, specifically in July and August when everybody's on holiday. So to find a hostel for around 20 or 25 euros a night, which at this moment translates about to 20 or 25 American dollars a night, usually the euro is stronger, um, is actually pretty great. So it showed up. I only had two nights there, though. Originally, I had booked four since I got to Lisbon two days late. Um, I only ended up having four days there. Uh, this was a good lesson on if you book on Hostel World, which I highly recommend, uh, book the refundable hostel, you know, situation, because if I would have booked it refundable, which was just, you know, maybe three euros more per night, um, I would not have lost a couple of days there, but I booked it non-refundable, lost that money, not the end of the world. Again, lesson learned. So I stayed at Watt New Lisbon for two nights. Um, the hostel was, it was fine. It was clean. The beds were really nice. Um, wasn't the most lively of hostels. So if you're looking for like a party hostel vibe, this probably is not the right one for you. Um, and uh, after the two nights, I tried to stay there for a couple more nights, but then uh, it ended up being completely full. And uh, so I had to get a different hostel. Um, another kind of like pro tip, make sure you book your hostel through the weekend. Uh, weekends tend to be really, really booked out when it comes to if you're in like a bigger city like Lisbon or Madrid. Um, so book through the weekend. I only booked until Saturday and that's why I had a little bit of trouble um, finding a hostel for the next few nights. But just to kind of go back a little bit, when I arrived in Lisbon, just to be totally honest with you guys, um, I was really sad. I almost booked a flight back to New York. Um, part of it was probably the jet lag. I was very tired, but, uh, I felt very, very depressed. Like I would stay in my bed and just be like, what, like, what am I doing? Like, I'm not cut out for this. This is not the journey that I'm meant to be on. I felt super sad, super lonely, um, journaled a lot and just like felt very anxious. Didn't really know how to like start talking to people or make friends and, Honestly, when it comes to this kind of a thing, like kind of book the, the party hostel for your first few nights. It's going to be a lot, but it's kind of going to like throw you into the traveling game and you'll meet people a lot easier and you'll just feel a little bit less like alone. So definitely a mixture of like jet lag, um, anxiety about like I, I, when I went to Portugal, I had four nights booked in this hostel and that was it. I had no plan. I had no idea what city I was going next to next. I didn't know how long I was going to be in Lisbon. If I wanted to extend my stay, 
I had nothing planned except for the potential to fly from Madrid to Mallorca on August 19th with my lovely friend Brandon. Uh, That was it. And I'm a planner. Like, out of all of my friends, I've always been the one that has booked all the cars and the Airbnbs and even booked my flights for my friends, uh, gotten all the food and the restaurants figured out, uh, planned all the activities. I am a planner. And one of my main goals, I have like a few goals for this journey that I'm on, this like alchemist-esque kind of journey. Um, And one of them is like, I want to learn how to, I want to relearn how to like really trust myself when I'm put into stressful situations. So I'm like intentionally throwing myself into stressful situations and being like, okay, Lauren, how can you respond? And can we find a place of like inner peace in times of stress? Um, Because I think in the past, I... I very much found comfort in like being extraordinarily prepared and that goes into like things in my history which we won't necessarily go into on this episode but um I I want to just practice being stressed uh and and practice responding instead of reacting and and you know keeping cool under pressure and things like that so um that that is um, one of the main objectives of of this trip and so uh Fast forwarding a little bit, I, I was like, Lauren, you, you need to get out of bed. Like, you need to go in and do something and start meeting people. So I booked a free walking tour. And you can look up free walking tour in pretty much any big city and even smaller cities as well. Um, I find that both are actually really enjoyable, um, especially as a solo traveler. It's a great way to get to, you know, walk around a city with a guided tour like a tour guide who's very knowledgeable on the city. Um, they'll tell you about the places to eat, the places not to eat, the traditional foods of that place, um, what to drink, where to go out, uh, how much something should cost, um, like an Uber or uh, like give advice on day trips, other tours, natural things to like, you know, waterfalls, whatever uh, to see. And it's completely tip-based. So you go and it's a free walking tour. And at the end, depending on, you know, how valuable you thought the experience was, you you tip the tour guide. So for me, that's usually anywhere between like five to 10 euros, depending on the city, depending on the length of the trip and depending on how, you know, um, enjoyable and informative I thought the tour was. So uh, I booked this walking tour. It was at like 10 a.m. I was like, we're, we're getting up and we're doing this. And I went and that was, that trip or that trip, that tour was, um, where I made my first friends. Um, and I met this lovely girl from Hong Kong. She was so sweet. Um, I love how much she loved to like take photos. So like if I ever wanted a picture of myself in front of, you know, uh, you know, an archway or, um, a, a really cool view or something like that, she was so on top of it. Um, and I didn't, I don't know, sometimes I feel kind of like weird or guilty being like, can you take a photo of me everywhere? But she was just so lovely. And, um, we ended up traveling a bit around Lisbon together after. Uh, and then I also met a couple of people from Australia who also were just absolutely amazing, super lovely. We grabbed meals together. We went to Sintra together. And um, a lot of them are actually still traveling around Europe. So it's really cool if you meet these people. Uh, you can sometimes run into them in other cities and not even know it. Um, not even know that they're there. You might be staying at the same hostel. That's happened to me actually. And it's, it's really fun. I actually joke about how I want to like, I don't actually, I don't know if I should talk about this idea. I want to make like a class of 2022 backpackers, like summer 
kind of something um, because I feel like you just you meet someone that knows a friend of a friend or something like that that you've also met on your travels and it just makes you realize that the world is very small. So um, do, definitely do the free walking tour. It's honestly one of the first things that I book in every city that I go to now just because it holds me accountable to you know getting up early-ish uh, visiting the city and it's good to go one of the first days that you're in a city because then you know exactly where to eat exactly the things that can't be missed the can't be missed beaches uh, meals and things like that and you can also make new friends so did the free walking tour it was amazing hung out with my friends from the free walking tour and then um, after that I connected so I connected actually with uh, a friend actually two, excuse me, two people that I know through my friend Lauren, who was on this podcast, the one who actually lived in Lisbon. So she knows wonderful people that live in the city still. And she gave me all the best suggestions on things to do in Lisbon. Um, I will include all of this in the show notes, just kind of like my favorite things that I did in Lisbon, as well as talking about them on the podcast episode. So um, Lauren connected me with this woman, Jamie, and this woman, Zelma, who are just the most vivacious, fun, American, like, people just they're just the best like I felt a lot more comfortable being around people that were like American it just kind of had like adds like an element of comfort and they know what I'm going through and stuff like that so they're so kind I met up with them for dinner at a place called Tapisco and um it is a tapas place uh really really amazing incredible food get the um the patatas bravas papas bravas I think it's patatas bravas um, it's kind of like uh, fries, but not fries. What are those called? They're like, um, like ho- not home fries, but like potato wedges. I don't know what they're called. With like mayo and it's different sauces on them, and they're they're just really good. So that's a little bit more of an expensive tapas place, but it's amazing. Um, had the best conversation with them. It was great. They invited me to go to uh, this beach called Eresiera which I think was north, and it was absolutely freaking beautiful. We rented a car and ended up going to this beach. Uh, A couple days later, I had the best sangria of my entire life um, on the water, went rock climbing, went swimming. It was just, it was great. Um, So after after dinner with them, we went out for drinks, and uh, the next day I went to a city called Sintra, and Sintra is like this storybook city. It's super cute and quaint, Um, did the free walking tour there, of course, and how you get there from Lisbon is actually pretty easy. It's like, I think it's five euros round trip and you take a train, it takes around 45 minutes for you to get there. Um, and it's just this beautiful little city, like village. It's very small and it is a little bit cooler than Lisbon as far as the temperature. So in the past, um, people that were very wealthy or like royals would go to Sintra to cool off from the Lisbon heat. Um, So it was really, really cool history, really beautiful castle uh, and just kind of nice to like walk around. I would say you only need a day there. I did a day trip and I thought that it was enough. Um, Went back to Lisbon and just kind of bummed around. Uh, Went to Time Out Market, which was amazing. It's like this uh, this like food hall that has all of these delicious types of foods. So if you're unfamiliar with what a food hall is, it's basically this giant kind of like warehouse room and around the kind of like 
outskirts of the little warehouse inside. Um, there are a bunch of different food vendors. So this one had like pastel de nata, which is amazing. It's like a custard tart that you absolutely have to try if you go to Portugal. Uh, it's completely delicious. It's like this sweet custardy egg tart thing, which it's, oh my God, it's so good. Um, typically you get them like the classic ones are in Belém, which is really close to Lisbon as well. I didn't make it out to Belém, but that's just kind of where like the, the original, like the OG bakery is. Um, but back to timeout, uh, so many different food vendors. If you're there with friends, anyone can find what they like. Uh, you know, burgers, uh, pizza. I ended up getting these like codfish cakes, which are very like known to Portugal. So I would suggest trying those. Um, back to like the hostel stuff though, because you guys are probably like, where in the hell are you living this whole time? Uh, after the two days at Wat New Lisbon, I looked on Hostel World and there was like nothing available. So of course I, you know, went with the one that was rated highly and was fairly cheap. And I found a hostel in Lisbon, pretty close to the one that I was staying at in the Barrio Alto neighborhood called G-Spot. Yes, you heard me right. The hostel was called the G-Spot Hostel. And I'm not going to lie, I was absolutely bloody terrified to stay there. Uh, I think it was around 40 euros a night, and it was actually, like, it was it was pretty great. I'm, I'm very, very glad that I stayed there. It was a party hostel, um, and just I just met, like, the best people there. So you walk in and the entryway is really pretty nice actually. There's like couches and a nice kitchen and um, within like 10 minutes of me walking in at like 10 in the morning, uh, this, um, this lovely man from the UK just started chatting with me. It was a lot more chatty and friendly than the, the hostel that I was at before. Um, so really just like good vibes and good people. And I got there at nine and I was running, I wasn't running late, but I had to go to the, the walking tour and they didn't, ha they don't have an area where you can lock up your bags if you get there early. So, um, it was really cool because the guy that I met was like, Hey, you can just like store your stuff in my room. It'll be all good. So, uh, I did that worked out perfectly. The universe brings you, you know, people and new friends and, you know, things right when you need it. So um, it was really amazing to meet him and uh, I ended up staying there for two nights again like met some of the best people like people that I will have as friends for a long time um, so even though the G-Spawn Hostel was a little bit rad it I would stay there again like tenfold <laughs> um, and yeah the other, I mean, the, the rooms were not the, they're not the best, but the beds were a little bit rickety, but for the experience, I would say like 10 out of 10 if you're there just for a few days. Uh, go on the pub crawl. It's super fun. It's 20 euros, which is kind of expensive. I guess if you really wanted to, you could just like not get the pub crawl ticket um, and just like follow the group to the different pubs that they go to. But the 20 euros does cover like all of your drinks and then like a really cool beachfront club at the end. So I thought that the 20 euros was worth it. You meet really, really great people and you just, you know, go out drinking, have fun. And uh, so it's, it's a really, really good time. So what else about Lisbon? Ooh, okay. So like some favorite kind of 
suggestions on Lisbon. Uh, like I said, you have to try the Pastel de Nata. You have to do the walking tour. Um, definitely go to Sintra. Again, a day trip I thought was enough. Um, with a walking tour, you'll go to different neighborhoods around Lisbon. Alfama was, which is the old town, was probably my favorite. The streets are really narrow. Uh, they have really beautiful balconies and on the side of the, not, it's not like a road cause there's not many cars in Alfama cause the roads are so narrow, but there are these little stands, uh, where people sell this sort of drink that's, um, sort of like native to, I don't know if it's native to Lisbon or to Portugal, but it's a sort of liqueur that's cherry flavored. It's called like gingembre. I don't know with my French, whatever, but you can either get it in a cup or in a little chocolate cup. And it actually is, it tastes amazing in the chocolate cup. So definitely try that in Alfama. Um, Tapisco for tapas, like I said, definitely try timeout market, um, get some little like tapas, little goodies, get the pastel de nata in timeout. And then you just sit in the middle area, super lively, really fun area to go with friends. Um, Pink Street, you'll know what I mean if you look it up, is really, really great for drinks. It's all like bars, kind of young vibes. So that's where we went for the the pub crawl, but it was super fun. Um, but it's, it's going to be kind of rowdy in that area. So definitely pub crawl vibes. Another good area to go is the Barrio Alto neighborhood for, um, for drinks. It's a little bit more chilled out, but still super fun. And one of my favorite spots that I went to super close to both of the hostels that I stayed at was called Jack. It's spelled J-A-C. It's a brunch spot and concept store. So they have a really good brunch, kind of, I would say like Australian vibes almost, where it's like you have your smoothie bowls and uh, toast with avocado on it and kind of just like healthier foods. There are these juices, but they make them really beautiful. It's kind of like ombre juices with crackers on the top, or I got this tea that had fresh mint in it. So just fresh, healthy vibes. And um, it's when I was there, it was all guys that worked there, but they were all super nice and really easy to talk to, really fun. I actually think that one of the managers followed me on Instagram, which was awesome. He was super cool. And it's also a concept store. So they have kind of like pop-up shops with sunglasses, bathing suits, mugs, cute little just things that are fun and you know would be you can just pick them up and and take them with you and you'll remember Portugal so you'll you'll remember Lisbon um so definitely check out Jack Brunch it's amazing uh what else like I said Ubers are super cheap so I didn't even take the metro I honestly didn't even know that there was a metro because I walked pretty much the entire city unless uh unless I needed to get to the other side of the city in which case it was you know three or four euro uber um there are also these lookout points and I'll put this in the show notes because I just cannot remember the name of my favorite lookout point but uh it's it's basically uh, Lisbon is very hilly and so it's kind of closer to the top of the hill and you look out and you can see the water and you can see the city and it's just absolutely stunning Sometimes there are little cafes up there, so if you want to grab a little drink, you can do that and or have a little picnic, and it's just beautiful. Uh, something else that's really, uh, I would just say, like convenient about Portugal is um, a lot of people speak English. Now, don't take this for granted. Try and learn Portuguese. 
Uh, obrigada got me really far. That's just thank you in Portuguese. Um, hola is hello. And uh, with obrigada, I say obrigada because I'm a, I'm a girl. But if you are a boy or a man, you say obrigado with an O at the end. Um, so definitely look up your basics. Hello, goodbye, thank you, things like that at any country that you go to. Um, but that's just a little bit of Portuguese. So that is, that is most of, of Lisbon. Um, I was, go it's funny. I was going to go to Porto after for a couple of days and then figure out what my next move was. I had a hostel and I had a, a bus and I had everything booked. And then I ended up, uh, extending my trip bit of a story there, but I ended up extending my trip a day or two and going down south to Faro instead. And definitely glad I made that move because the south of Portugal is absolutely stunning. Um, and I will talk about that at the next episode. What I'm thinking is that I'll do like every city I've been to. So I'm on like my sixth city, which means yeah, girl has some work to do. But Lisbon is, was honestly kind of the most shocking place that I didn't know that I would absolutely fall in love with but did and a lot of people that I met in Lisbon said the same thing they're like yeah you know I was expecting to really love Barcelona or um Paris or wherever and Lisbon was like a stop that I made because I wanted to go to Portugal but it's been a lot of people's absolute favorite city um and that's based off of like backpackers that I've met who have been on the go for like you know, a month or two months or, you know, multiple weeks and seen multiple cities. So don't sleep on Lisbon. It's incredible. It's so vibrant. The architecture is beautiful. It's right by the water. So, you know, you have kind of ocean vibes and generally just really friendly, chilled out, laid back. And, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Learning a lot about myself and growing and, um, I'm glad that I've, that I've stuck this out because the journey has been worth it. I will see you on the next episode when I talk about Faro, which was the next city that I went to. It's in the South of Portugal again. And, um, yeah, we will, we will talk then. If you have any questions, of course, message me on Instagram. I'm at low on the go one. That's spelled L-A-U on the go with a one at the end. But I look forward to continuing to talk to you about my journey and I want all the feedback. If you want more information on like how much money I've spent, which like, <laughs> or the places that I've stayed, whatever's the most helpful to you guys, I want to be that, you know, that, that person, that resource. Because if you want to be doing this shit, like that's what I want to encourage and, you know, demonstrate. So that is all. I will see you on the next episode. Gros bisous. And à bientôt. Bye-bye.